Welcome everybody to a new episode of Flower Circus Talks. Today is promising to be a great talk. We've got somebody with a huge smile. I, uh, <laughs> every time I speak to her, I see a big smile, so I can't wait to, to get her into the live stream. But before we go to the interview, I want to uh, announce, and maybe some of you have already seen it, we've got a new colleague uh, at Flower Circus. Uh, for the people who haven't seen it yet, a short introduction here for the, from the new colleague. There he is. Hello, my name is Dr. Von Lund. Flower Circus asked me to tell you more about the wonderful flowers that we work with around the world. And that's why I brought this magical doctor's bag. Inside this bag are all those wonderful flowers. And I will tell you more about where they come from, how they grow, and much more interesting stories. So please stay tuned for a lot of interesting stories about these flowers. A pretty handsome guy, if I say so myself. <laughs> so, but uh, let's quickly uh, go to Lenny Callister from Ensign Wholesale Floral to, uh, to talk about uh, the beautiful company she has and uh, what's going on at the moment. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for your time. I mean, it's it's early morning. Uh, for you? No. Yeah. You already got your big smile on again, so uh, you're awake. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, we're we're just happy to be still Enzyme Wholesale Floral. I mean, just like anyone else in the world. We're happy to still be here and uh, yeah. and happy that we could maybe be a little bit of help to some other people that we're trying to get back. Um, first of all, I'll just say that I personally have been in the flower industry since I was a um, senior in high school. I worked at a flower shop, had a little bit of a connection. My boyfriend was friends with the people that owned the flower shop. Yeah. Um, he eventually became my husband. Uh, four years later after that, we bought that flower shop. So that was quite a while ago. We've gone through about um, 47 more years in the business. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit of combined knowledge. Mine isn't as, as much without his. His isn't as much without mine. So um, together we can uh, make things pretty good, I think. Okay. Um, and then Enzyme, and that's where we work now. Yeah. City. And uh, we, uh, we, we run it. We don't own Enzyme, but we act like we do. And in that way, we try to do the best job that we possibly can. Yeah. Um, Enzyme is doing very well. It is a, um, a good wholesale uh, house has a good reputation um, and we don't feel like we have lost any of that during the pandemic. We feel like we've built on that and even has almost a better reputation now in, in some ways. Okay. So, that's, that's really good to hear. I mean, uh, it's been a hard period for everybody, of course, and then a lot of strange things happen. I mean, the floral industry has never has been an easy industry, but this really put us to the test, all of us. So that's that's good to hear that. Yeah, I mean, you got a great story, and we will come back to that a little bit later. How you 
went through the, the, the whole pandemic. But it's unbelievable to see that yeah, the strength flowers can give to people. Yes. Um, you know, it, what was, I think, interesting is that personally, I love flowers. I have a passion for flowers. I, I never wanted to see anything go away, you know. Yeah. And I think that people who are really passionate and love flowers do well in this industry. We, we just keep pushing. We yeah. just keep bonding. We just keep loving. And we, um, we hope that for the whole world, that flowers can still be the thing that people can rely on. You know, yeah. health-wise, happiness-wise, love-wise, you know, it's, it's very, very important. Yeah. I think flowers has been a great support for all the people out there. And then people felt that as well because they started to buy so much flowers. I mean, of course, the beginning was difficult. Nobody knew what was going to happen. But once everybody knew what was happening, people uh, stayed at home and started to buy flowers and plants more to keep themselves happy. That's, that's correct. You know, um, in the beginning, we all probably went through this have that moment where they say, okay, this is, this is real. This is a pandemic. This is worldwide. This is going to shut you down. This is going to make a lot of difference in your business. Yeah. And from the very beginning, we were very adamant in our minds, at least Roger and I said, no, we, we're not going to do that unless we're forced to do that. Yeah. We want our jobs. We want this business to stay alive. We've we've been very dedicated to it. We want our employees to have um, jobs. We want um, other people to be able to buy flowers. So let's do everything we can to make it work. And so, um, do you want any details yet, or are we? Yeah, but so I want to know. I mean, in the beginning, you are buying year round from from growers from all over the world. Actually, yeah. They're trying to source the best flowers from the best growers all over the world. Of course, there are a lot of contracts there as well. So you get flowers in every week. Yes. I mean, how did that happen? Or how what happened after everything stopped? Well, we actually, um, the very first few days, a lot of those flowers had come into the country at that time. Nobody had completely shut down yet. We got very large shipment um we always say our standing orders save us they say yeah. a lot of customers that at that very beginning point we didn't you know we we tried to go on business as usual and uh so flowers came in and we were feeling fairly okay about it although we knew that a lot of the flower shops were closing so we yeah had standing order boxes for them we have created oh probably 25 different boxes that many of our customers get every week besides their specialty orders and that type of thing they came in well they don't want them now and we have them now and so we just um went ahead you know we'll do the best we can just tell us when you can come back tell us when you yeah can. and then the transportation Whew, that was the worst i was like okay, I have some good friends and I dare talk directly with them and say, 
hey, we're all in this together. We're we're in a mess. You yeah. gotta help us. We've all got to take a little bit of hit in this. We we are the wholesaler. We will we are going to throw some flowers away. We're going to give some flowers away. We're going to sell some flowers, not all of our flowers. And so um directly I, we, some of us called um, the transportation companies, um, whether it be the airlines, the the Prime and Armelini, the big trucking places, the um, you know, Cal Air, you know, different yeah. things like that, um, different, uh, our cargo agencies and just said, you know, help us and, you know, start begging. Um, yes we'll pay more we'll pay more they're gonna get a hit because maybe every only thing that's going to be on that truck is our load i don't yeah. know i don't know if other people are going to bring their loads in but we'll pay for it because we can we were yeah. in a position where in our business we could have gone on for several months yeah been okay but well. i know there was a lot of people that couldn't do that they had to immediately call and stop their standing orders. They had to immediately yeah. tell the farms they were not going to pay them any money for until they started up again. And I was so worried for the farms because that's a hard thing to let go, to go home. The farm, the workers go home and, and then the crops are going. And um, yeah, it, it, we, we begged and begged. And finally they said, okay, we're going to do, you know, once a week out of California, we're going to do once a week out of Miami, we're going to um, the, the cargo planes from Quito yeah. started to fly a little bit in the passenger planes sometimes. With yeah, we've all seen the pictures, I think, with, with even the flowers standing on the seats. Yeah, with their seat belts on. Yeah. yeah. And up in the light. Safety yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there's our boxes. They're coming. Yeah, so it was that was interesting. And I'm sure other people had lots of these same um, experiences. But um, I think that after several um, different besides us, people told them, no, let's let's do a, the ones that can. Let's yeah, try, let's go. Let's just let's just keep on trying. Yeah, I don't want to go away. I mean, it's, it's like, I, I think you had the feeling and a lot of people had the feeling you had the weight of the whole industry on your shoulders because you wanted to keep your customers alive. You wanted to keep uh, uh, your own company, of course, but also the growers, transportation companies. I mean, it was like, yeah, we need to help each other out to at least get through this. Yes. And I, I think, you know, I mean, we were all going to have, if we got our flowers, when we get those shipments and, and, on a Sunday night when we arrive for work, because we do some prep for the Monday morning, uh, and to see that miracle of um, uh, whatever number of boxes are in there, just stacked everywhere, yeah. and you're just um, so grateful. And we we wanted our employees to have a job. We wanted us to have a job. We wanted. Um, but we did have to cut down, not, we did not lay off employees. We cut hours down for a while. Some of the drivers, instead of going every day on their routes, five days a week, they went four or three. 
Yeah. The longer routes went, the ones going into Idaho, that type of thing, they went one day instead of two days. Um, we stopped the routes that were taking just standing orders up on Monday, things like that. We just did things that, that uh, trimmed it down a little bit, but still um, the customers knew the things were going yeah. to come. So uh, that's, that's what we did in the beginning. We also, and I mentioned this to you, John, the other day is that we had um, flowers that we gave away, flowers that we threw away, flowers that our employees took home every weekend and took to their neighbors and made bouquets and handed yeah. them out and said, it's going to be okay. We're coming back. We're going we're gonna to be just fine. And this is going to make you feel a lot better. And so we also had the free flowers on Friday. We had customers that were still trying to do some weddings. They would come in to pick up their wedding order. So, so grateful that there were flowers in the cooler. Yeah. And they, pick up their, they picked up their orders and we said, okay, now today is free flower Friday. You can go back in the cooler. You go get anything you want in there and take it with you. And they did. A lot of them loaded up their vans and they, they came in and, and they were, um, the next time they were crying, you saved us. You helped us. We, we got through that week. We got through yeah. the next week. We kept going. And so that's what we did until, until anybody was going to tell us we couldn't do something, we were going to do it. And of course, in Utah, we were lucky. We, we had, I mean, the, the virus was here. It was yeah. alive and active. It was going all over. I saw the first riot I have ever seen in my life in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And it was, you know, it wasn't even the same world we thought we lived in. And, uh, and all of a sudden yeah. it's different, but we at least were helping in some way to make the, well, to get the flower industry to keep going. Yeah. And, and, and then, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, everybody will remember this even <laughs> when we, when we were really old, we will still talk about this, I think. But the strange thing is it turned around quite rapidly as well. When people, uh, when they got flowers, people uh, got flowers from neighbors. And like you said, uh, free flower Friday, giving flowers away. And then people thought, wow, flowers really make me feel better. And I'm they started to buy flowers and not just a few flowers. They started to buy flowers more than ever. Yes. And, you know, as, as florists, as wholesalers, as um, grocery stores, as people that were deemed as essential because we're supporting the agriculture um, industry in California and Quito and Colombia and Holland and yeah. Costa Rica or wherever we talk about, we are trying to keep the agriculture alive to feed people in the world and then to treat people as medicine with our flowers. And uh, as soon as we found, okay, we are essential, we had, there was a florist in, in Idaho, her mother was on the Supreme Court of Idaho State something, she says, oh yes, you can stay open. And when we heard that, we're like, okay, we will stay open until we are shut down. Yeah. And so we kept delivering, delivering, delivering. It got more every month. 
the one thing I thought about last night when I was thinking about something that I could talk about that maybe we do, uh, we, we pay attention to detail. And that's, that was what helped us through this is, were the details that we had always done. In March, uh, the week before the announcement of the pandemic, I should yeah. say, was probably around the 10th, 11th. We were in St. George for uh, a baseball tournament for our youngest grandson. And the kids on that team, when they ended, would always do high fives, slap the hands, all that. Well, they didn't. They tilted their hats, you know, to the other team after the game. Yeah. I'm like, wow, something is going on, you know. And then uh, we came home and we realized, you know, that things could shut down, that type of thing. And but what we have. Yep. One, one second. I think you, I lost you there. Yeah. Can you please reconnect again? Because uh, I lost you there. So if you can reconnect, then uh, we'll get you back uh, soon. Uh, yeah. And if, uh, yeah, everybody knows, I think, uh, who's watching Flower Circus Talks. In the first Friday of the month, we have a, a flower show. Uh, this time, we're, we've got a, a new flower coming up as well. So uh, it's going to be Pascal Zeilmans. So the 2nd of uh, July, uh, join us as well at the same time. Uh, Lenny, can you, I think you have two, uh, two times the screen, uh, an open screen. So can you shut off one? And let me get you into the screen again. I think it's okay now, let us try. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, now it's good. Sorry for that. That's right. oh. oh no, you. One second. I think you got you got two uh, screens open. You got it two times open. So can you? Use... Oh, and that's the wrong one. <laughs> so there's one open still. Can you shut down that one and, and open a new one? Like I said, uh, the 2nd of July, Pascal Zalmans, very talented uh, florist. He has his own flower shop in Holland. Beautiful flower shop. If you're in Holland, uh, feel free to, to visit his shop as well. And we are back again. Ooh, yeah, there you are. Oh, now I have two again. Do I? No, no, it's, it's great now. <laughs> okay. All right. So I just want to tell one thing about a detail. Yeah. Uh, when we came back, we realized that, I mean, we'd only been gone three or four days, but we had sent out our Mother's Day pre-book order forms to all of our customers before yeah. we started. And um, by the time we came back, um, we already had 120 pages, and we just do by pages, um, yeah. which is fairly good for that early. So the middle of March, we already had um, a lot of pre-book orders from our regular customers, what they wanted for um, Mother's Day, if they wanted their standing orders doubled, if they wanted standing orders doubled plus extra, and yeah. then they had their weddings, their dances, whatever. We had good orders already. We knew that we were going to do Mother's Day. Um, so many people were like, we're waiting to see. And that's many of our customers were doing that too. 
We're yeah. waiting to see. Okay. But we are going to go on with it. We, and we told them, sent, sent them letters. We are all going to be okay. We, we're going to go on with it. We're going to have your flowers. You can take them if you want them. If you're not in business, of course not. Yeah. So that was, that made us feel good for that moment. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a hard period for everybody and not knowing when it will, when it was ending. And then, yeah, it, it I mean, it's, it's still there at the moment. So it, it's it, luckily there, there's light at the end of the tunnel now, but uh, still, we don't know when we can freely move and, and travel from Europe to the US and, and things like that. I mean, and it still affects the way of buying as well. I mean, you're buying from all over the world, uh, less planes, uh, boats, uh, containers is a, is a problem. So still, it's the, the industry is affected. Yes, and I think um, what is important is that we never canceled any standing orders. So um, because that put us a little farther in front of the line a little yeah. bit. And with our cargo agencies, our cargo agency is the same out of Quito as it is out of Medellin, as it is out of Bogota, as it is in Miami. And because it was constant, it, it was not, it was only interrupted because of the transportation issue at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and that, um, that helped our transportation part of it um, go much smoother. Uh, they knew what to expect that we were going to do. So uh, we were just trying to push for them to do, do I know, have more routes, yeah. open up more twice a week for, um, you know, the Western United States. And... Uh, and you know just help us to keep going we're all yeah. going, yes we are going to take a little bit of the loss some of, we're all going to take some yeah and for many it was a great loss and for many it was everything yeah yeah it was people's lives work for many of, of the people mm-hmm. that made it uh, made it really hard or makes it it really hard seeing people with so much passion work with uh, with their products with the flowers and then that it, that it ends like this. I mean, that, that's terrible to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're getting out stronger. It's, it's still difficult to buy flowers, or we can buy flowers. I think transportation is, is one of the big issues now that is, uh, yeah, that's the problem. And besides that, uh, I think uh, the people who are, uh, yeah, people, you can't get people as well. Right. I think that um, one of the thing that re- things that um, really influenced me to want to go on or influenced actually probably a lot of the flower world uh, if they buy any product from California because we're fairly close. We, we have quite a bit of product come from California, yeah. seasonal type things and year round and um, I have a friend named Andrew Newman, he's Sun Valley Farms, and he, um, I hadn't noticed it. He had, he had put it at the very end of his price list or whatever they will send out weekly uh, or semi-weekly, whatever. And he had, he had said, uh, in, when I read this little message at the bottom of that email, I'm like, oh my, 
I haven't seen this before, but he was talking about the situation is dire. The situation that the flower industry is in. And he said, yeah, everything has been canceled, postponed and put on hold. And and we're we're living in a different life, hardly ever seeing family and friends. And and then he went on to just say, uh, but someday we will once again join together. There will be celebrations like the world has never seen. And I feel like we have started those celebrations here in Utah because we are seeing people doing big things, yeah. doing more things, doing premium things. And uh, this part where he said there will be celebrations with hugs and, of course, flowers. Every restaurant will have a wait. Every concert will be sold out. Every wedding will be attended and every celebration will be adorned with our good work. When this is over, we will all be needed like never before. And there will eventually be a day that we all mark and remember as the day we were reunited with one another under the same sun again. Yeah. He says, today, I want you to remember all of tomorrow's parties. And tomorrow's parties have started. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm with, it's uh, 30 plus degrees Celsius here and I'm with goosebumps. So that's. Uh, and, and I mean, you have already had the celebration uh, with the floral industry, uh, what is it, uh, last week? So that was uh, really great. Yeah, the wholesaler convention in Miami at the Doral. We, uh, we did what we've done for every year except for last year. And we, we brought people together with friends, with, with family, with flowers. And we celebrated just being together. And the, we had the tabletop displays and all that. And I will say that that was not the main attraction the main attraction was being together seeing each other i was almost apologizing for i'm sorry i didn't look at your booth but <laughs> i i really just wanted to talk to someone you know to see somebody yeah and uh and we walked around and and just felt so good just being in the midst of people with flowers and and the education events were 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 light and feel good type education and what how can we help each other what can we do now yeah. and yeah it I, was it was great i think we took so many things for granted i mean uh flying in for a wedding a certain type of white rose and, and to replace it it wasn't possible because it had to be that type of white rose or whatever kind of flower and, and now we come from a period that we were even happy that we had some flowers. So for a wedding or for an event or whatever. So, and, and, and getting through this crisis, everybody, I mean, it's like, uh, it's almost like seeing each other again, high-fiving, we did it and, and we got through it. And now, uh, not only that, we see that uh, there's such a vibe now in the industry or that that's, coming up that, that so many people are buying flowers so many people are buying plants and and they appreciate it as well much more than they did ever before if i see consumers buying flowers price is hardly an issue at the moment no, price on, on hardly anything and it's it's premium flowers they want they'll take any flowers actually yeah. I mean, we they we always let them say what they want. We always tell them there could be subs, but if we do, 
this is the main thing that we did when we started at Enzyme. We are going to tell people when we don't have the Playa Blanca rose that they want, when then we don't have the quicksand rose, when yeah. we don't have the shamrock hydrangea. And so when we, we uh, every, well, we do it on Tuesday and Friday. We, we go through the order, the order report. We have what we call the post notes. Yeah. What we do is we, we write down, we, are, we will need to substitute for 200 of your quicksand. We have them coming for 100. Will you be able to take Sahara? Will you be able to take La Perla or something else? Yeah. And then they know when they walk in, we don't surprise people that when they walk in, they are going to get something that they didn't order. And yeah. uh, it's it's very interesting that everyone wants the same, the, you know, the quicksand, the pink monbile, the Playa Blanca, the, the, yeah. you know, just so many of the, the very new, interesting, but guess what? They don't care if we go back to Amnesia and Sweet Aquito and whatever the yeah. other ones that used to be the popular ones too. Yeah, luckily, I mean, I've, I've personally foresee some problems with, with weddings uh, coming up, and so many weddings coming up, big events, that probably somebody in, I don't know, Idaho will order 20,000 quicksands, but also somebody in Europe, maybe in Paris, wants to do a wedding, also with 20,000, while there may be only 10,000 in the market. Right. Yes, and... and Blending the varieties is beautiful, and that that is what we sell. We sell the look, right? We don't have to sell the exact name, the exact color, the exact. We're selling a look. We're selling shades. We're selling beauty, and yeah. uh, and and we have to make ourselves look like we know what we're talking about. I, one lucky thing that we do have at Ensign, and just quickly, our salespeople have almost all been in the retail business. Oh, that's um, great. I've been in retail flower shops for 26 years and own uh, three or four shops at all times. And this is our sales area that he's showing right now. But our salespeople have come from re retail places. They know the supplies. They know the flowers. They can help people. They can tell them what they want. They can tell them what they thought they want. Yeah. They can tell them what you thought you didn't want, you really do want. And then you, you know, you go on and they're knowledgeable enough that they're very convincing and they can pick up three or four things and look at this, look yeah. how gorgeous this is. And this is going to be different than what you had planned on. It's going to be different than everybody else's in the world that weekend. Yeah. And I think a lot of floors forget. I had a meeting with a florist last week and she showed me a picture. She said, I've got a bride who wants to to make this and it was from pinterest and really there were four or five filters on over that picture so i said is it orange is it red is it black i don't know what type of rose is it i said so so don't be too picky if you if she said yeah it's the this is the name of the rose because she's buying the look she's not buying the rose she's just shouting a name of a rose because she heard it somewhere but with all the filters over it, it, it looks way different. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah. that's something I think a lot of florists sometimes forget that people want to have the look. And, and you are the or the florist is a specialist who can make it, who can make that look. And not, 
I mean, if we go to the butcher and we want a nice piece of meat, we think he's the specialist as well. So if people come into to a floor shop, they think as a florist, you're the specialist as well. So you should mm -hmm. uh, tell them, this is how we're going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it. And it looks like this or even better. That's right. And the florists have to do that with their customers. And then the, the florists are our customers. And we, we tell the florist what their customer wants. Yeah. We, you know, we see the flowers every single day. Our retailers do not see the flowers every single day. Some of our retail customers have never been in our building. They're, you know, they're 200, 300 miles away. That's no reason that they can't come here once in a while. Yeah. But, you know, just to walk through, to see what's new, to see what's beautiful, to yeah. see what is in the cooler. And we're, we would be happy for everyone to do that, but they don't, but when, but our salespeople can tell them on the phone, they can describe, they can show them pictures. They can turn their phone around and do a video for them. Look at these together. Do you like this? Your, your, your bride is going to love this. Yeah. Because I know, if, you know, we tell, we know exactly what color she's looking for. And it is the shades of blushy, mauvey, peachy, pinky. Yeah. It's all of this this topi quicksand look yeah. and, then, and and they're like, you're right. We can use all of those. So that's what we have to do. And that's great. If you have salespeople like that, who know the industry, who know the customer of the customer and, and really can help the customer uh, doing more sales. Yep. And, uh, and that's the thing. I think we have retained some customers that uh, we did not have before the pandemic. Uh, Possibly they went somewhere where their wholesaler or where they normally buy their flowers was not open at one time. They don't want to go to the work again and I better check and see if they're open now, whatever. Yeah. And so they know that if they come here, we are open and we have been open every day since yeah. this started. And so we have a lot of new customers, which is a big challenge too, because um, getting enough flowers, making sure it, that Melissa and I uh, buy enough flowers. We want to fill up that cooler. We want to still have that cooler with a very good uh, product line when it's Thursday and Friday and we're closed Saturday. We still want it to have, have flowers in there that people can come in and buy and that they know every time they come in, there's going to be flowers in there for them to buy. Yeah. So sometimes we have too much. Um, we don't say we bought too much. We say our salespeople didn't sell enough. And, uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> and the so mentality. <laughs> and they say, you didn't buy enough. No, your customers didn't pre-book anything this week. Yeah. So um, that's what we, we ask our floors. Please pre-book. Please, please tell us things that you know you need. Yeah. For you, so. and, and at your wholesale, you also got some nice presentations as well. So customers really should come once in a while as well to, to see your presentations there as well. Yes, um, this is a little part of our education, um, especially during the pandemic when we haven't had been able to have live designers um, come, the AIFD designers that um, some of, we've just have so many good friends that we would love to have come. But one of yeah. our designers who is a salesperson, our salesperson who is a designer, she does this every week. She does uh, one of the trends um, or whatever you'd like to call it. And she yeah. puts together um, a display 
and it's right where people come to pay the cashier and uh, they look through it and they're like oh, where are these can you show me where these are we're using a lot of bleached dried items the bleached dried items we have them out in the Harkins area but we also have them in the cooler and we put them right in the cooler with pampas grass with other things other um you know interesting dried things that go together yeah and they'll sell either way just as a dried item or as a a complement to the fresh flowers yeah and 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 is that a trend you see uh more after the pandemic because kirsten Verdijk is also asking uh, have you seen a different direction like the antique look since COVID? I, I would say it's been do yeah it's been there for quite a while but yes I will say it's more now we sell a lot of the dried and bleached and mixing it in personally I don't like it just completely all dried yeah. or all foliage or we have brides that now are doing what they call the bohemian the boho look you know and they want just all greens just all eucalyptus just all whatever like that, but um, my niece had a wedding last week that was like, I prefer flowers in with it, you know, even if it's just clusters here and there, but um, it's it's gorgeous and yeah. simple flowers with the bohemian look is gorgeous and the dried, the bleached has been extra hard to get with the bleached Italian rescus where Italy has been quite closed a lot and yeah. not able to ship out as much as we and hope so we always have a little bit of shortage on that but yes uh just um to have them a different avenue to use for even something to fill up their spaces whatever it yes. is i think yeah i think with trans people or, or after the pandemic or if we can talk already about after the pandemic depends a little bit in what area you are in the world at the moment I think people uh, buy more flowers, but they are more outspoken in their taste of flowers as well. So they're going more extreme to bohemian or more extreme colorful or they go more extreme as well. It's not just a bouquet. They want to do it some extra with it. That's right. Yeah. The point, they want the premium flowers. They want more. They want better. They want interesting. Then they want different although everyone wants the same okay they want different but the same yeah so, i mean they don't want to look too different from their friend's wedding that was a couple of weeks ago but they gotta have it different or bigger so yeah. um, we're seeing the bigger quite a bit more some of the brides have opted to not use the expensive venue maybe that they were going to take before they come in they pick up their order and by the way now we we're just going to go in and shop. We have a thousand dollars more now to spend on flowers. Um, we didn't use um, as much of the expensive venue. We're going to make the part that we are using very, very, very nice. Lots of outdoor yeah. weddings. We're going to make that backyard look gorgeous. And there is, it's going to be filled with flowers. And, um, and flowers are the happy, the happy thing about a wedding. You walk into a wedding where they've got the table set up, the backdrop set up, the the everything set up, but the flowers haven't arrived yet. That's yeah. not a wedding yet. It's not a wedding till the flowers are there, and that that's what makes everything look beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
and, and people that are in the flower business who are not passionate, who do not love flowers, um, are doing a disservice. You need to love what you do in this business. It's, it's important. I mean, you did it all out of love. I mean, there's been a long period where you didn't make any money. Even you were working harder than ever probably and losing money, but you still managed to wake up every morning and go in again. And that's something that's when you know you've got the passion for your job. Yes, and now, now we're breaking we're breaking records of even to, of 2019, which was our best year ever. Yeah. 2019, and now in May we had our best month ever of Enzyme being open 65 years. Um, oh. We had we are having our best. Um, we are way up in. Uh, let's see, I didn't even look at this. Well, June is up right now 43.9 percent over 2019. Unbelievable. Um, we always want just a tiny bit of rest after May. <laughs> just just a tiny little day or two. And uh, it, it's not in June. It's not yeah. this year. It's okay because yeah. we, we want to be busy. We want to serve people. We want to help our florists to recover. We want to keep bringing in the best flowers from all over the world at a fair value. We say yeah. the best flowers because we do buy the best. If someone wants us to price match with another wholesaler, um, we're going to say, is their liatris 90 centimeter? And is it from this farm or this farm? Because they are the ones that have the best. And yeah. That's what we have, and no, we can't price match because if you want the quality, then this is what the price is. Yeah. And uh, I think that we do have a reputation for being very quality minded. We very, very, very seldom ask for a, a credit from our farms. We very seldom have um, credits from our customers. If they, you know, if they, yeah. of course, the box of roses comes in, it's completely mashed on the ends, whatever it is, of course they get credit. But very seldom do we ask our farms for credits because guess what? The farms don't like you anymore. I mean, they, they sort of like you for a little while, but then the next time you do it and the next time you do it, they start to not believe you. Yeah. We, we have so very, very few things that come in damaged or moldy or ugly or, or you know, wasted or whatever. Um, we do not expect our farms to pay because we ordered too much or because yeah. we didn't take care of the flowers, because we did not process those that were not sold, because we did not put them in our cooler for our customers to buy. That's our fault. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the farms. We want our farms to like us. If they like us, they're going to send us what we want. And we found that very, very true during the holidays. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so true. We're all in it together. And then and, and COVID really showed us that. But now as well, we were all in it together. We need each other. The, the, from, from breeders until the florist, everybody needs each other. And we need to work together. And I think that's something the pandemic really thought us that, that we need to work more together talk to get uh, about things be more open to each other as well and only that way we can also handle uh the current uh, demand for flowers because we have we have some challenges i think uh, the coming period if the demand of flowers uh will stay this way 
That's right. And, and I think the thing with education, we've got to continue educating our our customers, um, yeah. customers educating their their customers. We need to keep doing it. We have a, a, a designer that comes in here probably four or five times a month, and she, she sets up her own classes. She has um, anyone can come to her classes. It's a, it's a great thing. We have, you know, um, education, you know, a lot of it. Last night I yeah, yeah. flowers for kids. And I mean, that's great. Simply yeah. wonderful for that next generation. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So yeah, let's hope we can we can manage the, the demand and and have a little bit of rest as well. Uh, probably it's not going to be June, but but hopefully you'll get some some days of rest. Um, I can talk with you for hours. I think about flowers because it's also because we share the same passion. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and and that's what 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 keeps us uh, going every day. I think. Um, so yeah, I really want to thank you for your time and, and hopefully uh, we'll meet soon and uh, we can have a, a floral party. <laughs> a big party, lots of flowers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thanks again. I hope to see you soon. Uh, thank you for all the information. I mean, uh, some wonderful things and, and especially sharing the passion. I think that's the most important thing, thing during these flower circus talks. That uh, no matter where in the world, everybody uh, in the flower circus talk have the passion for flowers, and then it's uh, it, it's an international passion, and it's really nice to see. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, and thank you everybody for watching. Thank you. Bye bye. All right.